today, I feel like this word came into my heart, and maybe I didn't really expect to talk about it, but I just know really deeply that it's very, very important and needed. This topic. And it's really not popular to talk about it. I can't hear it anymore. It seems like it has disappeared. To, and it's not really spoken about sin. There is such a thing as sin. And we get this impression that Sin has disappeared because nobody talks about it anymore. And you realize the Bible doesn't say that the Bible, the sin disappeared, that it doesn't exist. And I'm going to read a few Bible verses, but I want to show you today that God wants to lead us into the direction, into the place in life where you have life, where you can experience full life abundantly. Jesus talked about it a lot, and Paul as well. And we have to stand in freedom. We have to firmly stand in freedom that Jesus gained us on the cross. It's our responsibility to remain in freedom. Jesus cannot force you into it. Um, and while we walk this life, um, we can we can open the door for enemy. Have you ever experienced like really big anger from somebody some big hate towards you where you can even feel it around that person that that hateful atmosphere and you face that person you face this enemy that's um his biggest purpose is to destroy you and in that it's to to hurt God so if you have children you can you can relate to this that when somebody hurts you you want you want to react but when some somebody hurts your children, I need a lot of mercy and patience not to react back, not to... I can do anything in that moment when my, my children are being like targeted or hurt. So imagine how much more our Heavenly Father doesn't like, He doesn't like when enemy 
is is hurting us, when He wants to destroy, harm us. God doesn't want that. He prepared freedom, freedom from from all kinds of addictions, sins, bondages. When Jesus died on the cross, He had each and every one of us that He wants wanted us to feel to use it to to use this freedom. I just want to read the Bible verses from um, letter of he- to Hebrews. Is there anyone who reads the Bible nowadays? Um, Hebrews chapter three, uh, from verse twelve. We can read it. So it goes like. Be careful, then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day, while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. And for if, okay. And uh, Ephesians chapter 4, 24 to 27 verse says, Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. First Peter 5, chapter 5, verse 6 to 11. So it says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares for you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And you can imagine this this really vividly like devil as a sneaky lion, like He's trying to find opportunities how to get you. He's looking out for your weaknesses, for your weak points, and hit hit these hit these points. But sometimes we as Christians are just laying on sofas. Um, thinking, Hallelujah, God is good. But you know that devil is creating plans of how to get you, how to bring you down. 
chapter from verse 10 says, In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. And now we read from Proverbs 9, verse chapter 9. 9. It says, Instruct the wise and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So, the fear of God is is hating, is, is not tolerating what God hates what he doesn't like it's really not wise to just relax and think um, I'm under grace and you're just kind of closing your eyes to to your life to what you do your choices your habits God's love says that my love is is really great and if you sin if you fall down I'm, I want to lift you up I want to help you but our part is to be wise be alert and see if there's anything in our lives that opens the door for enemy to sneak in there's a one big deceitful lie um, that even in church it has spread this unbiblical teaching that says we can live however we want like even please our flesh our desires and it's fine because we are already saved that we are already God already forgave us. Uh, we are born again. So it doesn't matter now. This, you know, mm, tell me if we can, if God can do anything to stop us from choosing bad, bad choices. Um, Imagine if you as a parent love your children very much, but if they make bad choices, if they choose to go into bad, bad lifestyle, it's not much you can do, except for you will weep, you will cry because it will hurt you because of how much you love. It's very easy how Christians can tolerate uh, sin even though it's not God's will for you it's not his plan for your life I'm thinking divorce is never God's will but sometimes we walk to we end up in, in divorce by hardening our hearts we open the door and the enemy can go can go in how many times you and your spouse you go to sleep with anger in your hearts the bible says do not 
the sun go down on your anger. So you think that by the morning everything will be solved, but it's just making your heart hardened, and this—that's not the place that God had in heart intended for us to live such lives. A lot of times we're just creating suffering for us, just because we do not want to. Walk with the spirit of God. We do not want to follow the spirit's lead, guidance, encouragement. The path that leads to life is narrow. Sometimes big sacrifices have to be made in this narrow path, or you have to leave something behind. And it's very difficult sometimes. We read the story of prodigal son coming back to the father, but we sometimes fail to imagine that he almost died. He was ashamed very much. He was in shame. He almost. Died in his sins, in his failure, in big shame, and it's God's grace that such people are saved. They come back, but unfortunately, it's a huge number of people that never come back. That devil wins; he takes his people, takes down. And God's love will never change.、Uh, salvation will stay with you. But our part is not to harden our hearts towards God. God wants to use us for His glory on this earth, so they do His works. So through us. People can can be saved. They can be healed. They can hear of amazing God, amazing love of God. Um. And sometimes Christians are just lying down with their addictions, with their bad habits, not even thinking of their calling. Those who watch horror movies. Don't raise your hands because I have a、um, a bit of a teaching for you. We are accepted by God. We are enabled to to live holy, to live purely. You know that if you let in a serial killer who is completely cold-hearted, he. He stands at the door. Just tell me, who, which one of you will open the door for such person? Allow them into your room, and even、uh, inv- invite him to sit at the table. You will immediately call nine one one, what nine nine nine, and、um, you would. Say, help me! There's some criminal at my door. 
you will not do that because you will not let such a person in your house because you're a wise person and you want to protect yourself. But you see, when that it comes about the devil, everyone tends to ignore how dangerous he is. We forget his motives because the enemy is very sneaky and smart and he finds ways to how to deceive us. He will not attack you straight away. You see, he will wait for the right moment and sometimes it's very slow process. You say, see, you do something and it's not like you divorce the second day. It's like a long process of gradually going down and down. You see, so it always has a beginning when one time where you didn't apologize, where you held that anger in your heart and then the next day it grows even bigger and bigger if you keep holding on to it. And the human has been given the power, the authority, the exact the authority. God has the power and you have this authority to say no for this sin. Um, the door I close and I don't want to allow certain things that want to destroy me and God will help you because it's his will that we live and that we fight sin, destructive things. Another thing I want to mention, so we don't walk in extremes, it's so also be true, be honest to yourself. For example, you just lie to your neighbor and then you come to pray to God saying, I am holy, I I am holy because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm righteous. You see, you only concentrate on that amazing message of God's forgiveness and how Jesus' sacrifice covers you and redeems you. And you are given righteousness. But then you don't even pay attention to to what you do, to how you live, to how you treat other people. So it's one one extreme point, mindset. And another one was how I mentioned earlier is that everywhere you see the devil, you see his um, plans and you concentrate too much on the bad side but that good option good mindset is to let in the Holy Spirit in your heart um, to let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you and if you have that conviction in your heart that you need to repent you need to change things in your life there has to be repentance 
and desire to change. If you if you sin, run to God. It is a sin. Whatever is written in the Bible and mentioned as as sin, it still remains sin. It hasn't changed throughout the centuries. We cannot apply the Bible to and change it, the Bible according to the culture, according to the times. It has to remain the same, unchangeable. You see, the Bible talks really radically about sin. When Jesus says, "If you look into the women or men with a desire, if you're married and you look into another married person, or just with a this temptation, with we see, and we should be." Careful of what we wear, how it might affect other people, that it might not tempt tempt others. You see how people might say that I am really strict on this, but another Christians might say, "Oh, but we are free, and the only." Important thing is what is in our hearts, but it doesn't matter really what you do in your flesh in your body. But it's really very possible that because of your lack of knowledge, lack of wisdom, somebody else will be led into temptation, into sin. Into bad fleshly desires and then yeah, we should not deceive ourselves, like lie to ourselves. There are certain music that we have to stop listening to. There are certain spirits, certain、uh, messages behind music. Like disrespect to to parents, disrespect to authorities, disrespect,、um, pride, is lustful life, and that's being exalted and praised in these songs. You see, when you have this Holy Spirit, you have that discernment. You see, it's not simply music. Every song is is having a message. You see, all the Hollywood, that culture is built to be pro. Is going pride is um、uh, is letting your pride loose and just feed it. Um. Do not. Let you be deceived by what's popular in this culture, by the things everyone does, and we we might think maybe if everyone does it, it's fine. But the Bible never never said the Bible has different standard, different 
completely different standards. Never goes with the world. Never goes with the fashions, trends of the world. And it's simple and easy to sometimes to lose that voice, that the holy, the voice of Holy Spirit, the consciousness that prompts us when we sin, when we do something wrong. We might become numb, and when the fire burns you, you quickly take your hand, uh, move away. It's our natural body's response to protect us, and we, our spirit has to be the same active and trained to stay away, to run away from things that hurt us, that hurt and burn our spirits. Our Heavenly Father is loving and He's waiting for us. You, you think we have time that, oh, maybe later, now I want to live for myself and then I'll live for God. But we don't know how much time we have left. And in one of these verses, Paul says he was wrestling with sin, even to blood. It's difficult. It's a difficult fight, the spirit and flesh fight. I had moments in my life when I exposed bad thing that I allowed but I had this authority given by God to say, no, I don't, I'm not going to allow this. And God, God has led me through. He gave me wisdom where, let's say, if you're married and then you allow this anger conflict to flourish, um, Let's say you don't talk, you don't, you think, oh, we're just going to remain in the same house. We're going to sleep in separate, separate rooms. But this person, I just can't talk to them anymore. Can't handle them anymore. And, but you see, in God's eyes, it's like divorce because... So what that it's not officially in paper, but you're living like divorced people. And again, it's not in God's will. It's not his perfect plan to want to allow enemies work into every aspect of my life, my, my marriage, my relationships, my friendships, my work, my ministry, God's will is life abundantly. It's not less, not nothing less than that. I think um, for now, I'm going to end here. And maybe next Sunday we will talk more about ways about these sneaky ways how the devil how the enemy comes into our lives father i thank you for your 
amazing grace you showed for us. And we live in this dark, difficult time. And I know this darkness is also trying to find its its place, even in church. I know that your mercy and goodness is with us. If you were listening and you discovered yourself that you allowed to lose that fear of God, that respect of God, if you found yourself in this position, just pray with me. Father, I thank you that you as a loving Father is always waiting for me. You will never change. That's who you are. And it makes me want to change. It makes me want to come back to you. Your love will hold me. It's like a magnet that will pull me back home. I pray, Father, please forgive me that I lost that fear of you. Forgive me that I became um, that I became this insensitive person to sin as I gave away I, I gave in to temptations to sin I opened the door and maybe I experienced these consequences that were not your will that were not your plan for my life and I pray for this new revelation, new experience of desire of you, desire to live for you, respect you, fear you. I choose to come in agreement with your word. And I say that everything that is from flesh, that is impure, has to bow down to the holy holy name of Jesus and I walk I want to walk in holiness Holy Spirit Jesus I pray that you soften my heart that you fill my heart again I want to be alive I want to live and I please forgive me that I harden my heart and I proclaim that I close the door. I want to say to all the demonic powers that are allowed in my life and they were allowed legally through my own choices, I say they need to leave leave my life in the name of Jesus Christ I thank you father for your mercy for me to turn my life around to repent change my ways and always come back to you I still have a choice I still have chance um, I thank you God and I have this sorrow in my heart for families for husbands and wives 
for conflicts uh, that's happening. I want to pray for restoration, the restoration of that deep connection and love and unity. I want to stand against uh, this uh, feeling in families that they they're like enemies, that they don't like each other, that they can't find anything in common, that they don't want to work together and just live separately, even though they're in the same house. But I think that we are quick, pray that we are quick to forgive, quick to understand and love. I pray for your help, God, your guidance, your renewal, in Jesus' name. And maybe you come home and you feel like you have to do this revision of what is in your house, what kind of things, books. It's the most uh, evil, bad things come from what you see, what you hear. And if we are insensitive in the Holy Spirit, it's easy for these bad things to sneak into our lives. Um, so I want to invite you to this revision that the Holy Spirit will reveal, will show you what needs to be removed, deleted, um, thrown away in this these marriages where you look into the, each other and you feel so distant like you you don't like this person you don't love them even hate I ask you please to rebuild that altar um, and that place of sacrifice where you kneel down before God where you offer your prayers where you acknowledge God's power and authority um, we have seen too many divorces and it's not God's will it has to be a fight even to blood to how much it is sometimes difficult if there's a wall just break through until it it falls down and then you can say we won we defeated we we have victory but humble yourselves down before God and ask for his help I thank you Father for that you restore holiness, purity um, holy life fear of you God thank you Jesus